Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 51 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. This is our second season and I'm Andy Vickerman. I'm Ken Rustin. I know, I've been demoted to third place because Ken's on. I'm Gareth Copley. And we've got another guest. Yeah, Graham back. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Graham and Ken. Exciting times. We are in August. It's been a little while since we've actually spoken, isn't it? And things have developed, things have happened. Um, some things not so fun have taken place during the last couple of months. Um, but are you all okay? Good. Well, yeah, fine. Worked all the way through, so yeah, it's been no change for me really. <laughs> Fantastic. And what about you, Gareth? Are you all right? I'm good, mate. Yeah, like it's you know, you sort of dread doing these podcasts the last couple of months, and it's just like telling people stuff's cancelled. But yeah, it's, you know, there's a bit more positivity in the world. I'm sure Ken be telling us more stuff's cancelled, but you know, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, things, things, uh, things. Uh, are on the up at the moment, mm. so yeah. Well, I'm in my quarantine, so I'm in the second week of my quarantine. I'm looking forward to being able to um, stretch my legs and go and um, try one of these half-price meals or whatever it is that um, has been has come into initiative this this last couple of weeks. Um, but we've got a packed show tonight. Um, yeah, we've invited Graham along to have a chat with us about um, his racing and an update, because last time we spoke to him, I think he was releasing a book. Um, and we've also got Mr. UKA, Ken Rushton, and um, also North Staff Rover Runners and Cross Country um, Supremo. So, um, yeah, we'll be having a chat with him about all things local running. So what have we got in today's show then, Gareth? Right, today's show... We have got, we've got, well, we've got all the usual stuff. We've got, it's like a normal show again, isn't it? So we've got news, <laughs> reviews, results, believe it or not. We've got a Facebook question. We've got our guest on Graham. We've got our guest on Ken. Ken's going to be talking about all the the latest stuff that's happening with, the, you know, the North staffs and the cross country and the latest guidance and things like that that's been put in place for races. Graham's going to be on talking about whether he started running or not this week, and his book, and um, <laughs> there's a new running club that's formed in Silverdale, so uh, I know a few people involved with that, so I'm going to have, I'll tell you what's going on with that, and then we've got fixtures, we've got a competition, and uh, yeah, so there's loads going on. Shall we get cracking? Yeah. Yeah, let's get it. Let's do it. Okay, it's the news then. So we've got quite a bit of news this week. So um, mo- mostly is COVID-19 because there's been that much happening since we last spoke. So should we get firing through them? Um, I don't think we should spend too long on them because I think most people know about them. But let's get on with it anyway, just in case. So the first thing, we've had um, some test events taking place. Um, and I believe Tat and 10K was um, held at the weekend. And there's a link through Run ABC where they've done a report on it. And you might even find a bit more information on it later in this show. What else we got, Gareth? Well, the, the, 
the London Marathon um, has has changed dramatically. It's uh, it's been cancelled for you know us mere mortals, but uh, it's an elite only race, and the course is going to be. It's going to be a London Marathon behind closed doors. It's all going to be run in a biosecure area um, in St James's Park. They're planning on still having the finish on the mall. But, yeah, it's uh, elite only, 19 laps of um, of St James's Park. So, yeah, dramatically different. That and sounds really fun. And there's countless other marathons being cancelled. So, yeah, if you were running an October marathon, yeah. you're probably not running it no more, unfortunately. I believe Boston is still going ahead, but I think most of the others are cancelled, aren't they? Um, where are we at with Part Run then? They've published guidance. What does it say, Gareth? Briefly. Well, the, <laughs> the, briefly, the, yeah, the published guidance, similar to UKA, about all the things that need to be in place for parkrun to return in a country that's still got covid uh, in some sort of description so parkrun has returned in new zealand but they've got no covid whatsoever so they're just running as normal but obviously parkrun want to bring parkrun back it's going to be a while yet but when they do bring it back there's going to have to be guidance put in place to ensure that it's all run safely so we've you know me and you we've all received a big a big PDF thing telling us the do's and the don'ts and a lot of lots, lots of stuff to work through, lots of stuff to think about. But it is very much, um, you know, yeah. it's in the distant future, but hopefully mm-hmm. so. Cross country, they had their AGM on Saturday in Newcastle. Um, we're not going to talk about it too much because we've got Ken with us, so I'm sure he'll be able to tell us all about what happened there. What's next? Um, but track events are going to resume, according to Athletics Weekly, for up to 3,000 metres. So um, you know, there'll be a lot of guidance involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 good. Bit of racing, yeah. Yeah. Wolves Half, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Wolves Half and Tanke, they've announced they are on. And, again, that was through Run ABC. So if you want to uh, find out information about that, go on to Run ABC's website. And there was a there was a new British five k record set um, the other the other day. Uh, Mark Scott he broke the British five k record um, in Lancashire on Saturday. Uh, he ran thirteen twenty, beating the pre- previous record of thirteen twenty six. So yeah, yeah, you can read all about that as well. I think he's a fellow Yorkshireman for you, isn't he, Gareth? I believe. Yeah, and that's your news brought to you by Runsack Staffordshire and Cheshire. So next we've got the results. Uh, so it's that, it's that test event they were at, at Tatton, the Tatton 10k, where they had 362 finishers. So you know, you can read more about it in the Run ABC, but there was waves and all sorts of things that happened to make make sure this happened. But the the race was won by Adam Peacock in thirty one fifty four. So he's clearly been putting in the training during lockdown. And Clara Davies she won it for the girls in thirty seven thirty five. Great stuff. Well, um, we'll go straight into the reviews because. 
on our review we've got a nice two-page report from Pete Coombs who did the event on the 9th of August um, so it's quite a long one but so I'm gonna summarize and then we'll post it up for people to read through at their own leisure but um, he says it was a 10k race organized by a run-through event and it's a regular fixture at Tatton Park it's his first event so we can't say how it's um, as compared to previous before lockdown um, but he said there was some obvious um, differences, like no spectators, no high fives, no spitting, and definitely no snot rockets. Um, he says the race start time was at 8.30, which might be too early for some, but it was before it got hot. Um, and it's accessed from Junction 19 with more than a thousand acres of parkland. Um, the weather was fine. The event had a reduced entry limit. As we said, there was 362 finishers. Um, so starting was in order of finish times and it was seeded into 10 groups by Bib Cully and then they were set off four runners spaced at two metres apart and 10 second intervals. Um, they all got through within 15 minutes um, and he says basically that um, all the rules were adhered to and it went fairly well. Um, on the course, there was um, plenty of support from the marshals only, um, with bells and tambourines, and there was an emergency water station. At the end, runners were moved on quickly, and all in all, it was an enjoyable event. He set himself a time of 48 minutes, and he ran 47.58. So I think maybe next time he should set himself a time of half an hour. Because if you can run it that close, I think he's, he's got a special talent. So well done, Pete. Thanks for that. Um, it's a great report, all in all. A lot more in-depth than we ever usually get, so thanks very much. This week's Facebook question. We haven't been... Well, we haven't set a Facebook question in a long time, but Facebook apparently is still going. Um, but yeah, but, but the... The podcast, we haven't heard from you via Facebook. So we want to know what is your favourite running moment during this whole lockdown, COVID thing. So basically your favourite running moment's the match. So yeah, let us know what it is. You know, we've all been out there discovering new runs, probably doing more running than normal. Um, so yeah, get on the Facebook and uh, let us know. Right, it's time for this week's feature. So we've got our special guests, uh, Mr. UKA and um, Graham Mack, who's actually at work and he's taken the time out to be with us. So thanks for joining us. I'll start with you, Ken, because um, I think, obviously, we need to know what's going on, first of all. So in your um, role as a UKA adjudicator, is it? Um, can you let us? Yeah, can you let us know where we are at now? Um, so we're in the twelfth of August, is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Go on, fire away. I'll leave you to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So, so we we've been we've been issued with um, event adjudicator guidelines, um, which just puts um, a lot of emphasis on the COVID nineteen uh, prevention. There's actually another another nineteen things that we that we have to look at that um, if races are going ahead, what you know what they should be doing and things like that. Um, the race organisers should be providing athlete information before um, they should produce 
um, volunteer officials' information. All volunteers and officials should have gloves, face masks, face masks and uh, sanitizer. Um, additional sanitizer, wash facilities. Toilets should be cleaned on a regular basis. Um, as drop as many touch spots as you can. So uh, send uh, send race numbers out. Uh, if you're putting drink but drinks drinks out, then you sh- the race runners should be picking them up, not being handed to them. Uh, no presentations. No uh, no food. As you heard in Pete's um, uh, talk about uh, Tatum, uh, so you've got to start in, in, you know, in small numbers. So there's, there's lots of things like that. Um, extra things with the medical facility, the medical providers have got to have a COVID-19 specific place where if somebody uh, is showing symptoms, as they've got to be taken to a, a sterile place. So um, there, there, is a, there is a lot for any event organiser, you know, to take on board. Yeah. Do you think then that that'll be um, too much for most event organisers at this moment in time? I think it's for each. I think it's for each race organiser uh, to make to make their own, you know, to make their own decision. Yeah. Because it, it does it does put a lot of pressure on them that they're putting the event on. Ultimately, they are responsible for bringing X amount of people, you know, into an area. So I think it's for each each race organiser um, to have a look at the guidelines, um, have a chat with the um, have a chat with the local race adjudicator, you know, to see what the uh, you know what they need to uh, to put in place. Oh, the other thing that um, that um, uh, events need to have is they need to have um, a COVID nineteen uh, officer. Uh, who's probably got a medical background, so that's something else that they, you know, that they've got to put in. Right. I think um, they were, it, it works better when you're on basically like on a trail race, sort of close circuit like Tap Park or the one this weekend at, at Darley, um, because time isn't as time's not as important on the road ones. You, you're looking at extending your road closures. Um, mm. You know, so it causes you know a bit more problems. So I think um, trail races, um, events that are on closed circuits, they, they they are best you know equipped to. I think each each race director or race organizer, he he's got to make his you know his own decision as whether you know he thinks we can put a safe event on. Yeah, what's been the um, general consensus of the uh, guidance then from UKA within your um fellow um, adjudicator community? Well, I think there's only been a, there's only been a few events yet, so we haven't, yeah. we haven't managed we haven't managed to um, you know to have a get together um, mm. just from personal just from personal knowledge without mentioning any events. There's a two, I've seen two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, I've seen one event that was that was very good complying with it and I saw another event that wasn't that good so yeah yeah it's you know what's what's this space but because there's been so few um so few events I think probably what will happen probably in uh, probably two three weeks time that we'll probably have um uh, UK athletics will probably you know organize a webinar meeting where we can go and go and have you know have a chat Um, yeah 
moments of I aren't down to be race adjudicator for anything at the moment this year. Well, that that sort of leads us on to um, the not the the roadrunners and the North Stars roadrunners. Ken, where where are we at? It's all it's all slowly going virtual now, isn't it? At, at the moment, at the moment, Gareth, where we where we are at, where we are at is everything in our program this year. Um, unless there's a big sea change on the government guidelines, um, every race organizer that's come to me um, is virtual. Um, the latest one that's just come on the program is the Westbridge Five. Um, Westbridge Five should have been the first Sunday in June. They put it off to. Um, be, you know, beginning of September, and when the guidelines come out for race organisers, they decided as they couldn't uh, they couldn't be compliant with the um, uh, with the guidelines, especially as you've got an out and back on on the canal, and then you know they changed it to uh, you know to a you know a virtual. Um, I've done the same with with Epstones, even though I've moved Epstones to the twenty sixth of September. Um, I just didn't want to be responsible for taking, you know, two, three hundred people into a small village. So, you know, at the moment, all of um, the North South Road runners this year is virtual. Yeah, we've we've lost Graham at the moment, but um, how how do you think um, the four races that we've had so far have um, gone down? I think they've gone down absolutely brilliant. Um, totally beyond you know my expectation because when we started it decided back at um, end of may beginning of june as we were going you know going to give it a go we hadn't got a clue how it was going to work and the, and we've always said as you know we'd like a hundred at least a hundred in, in each event um each one of them has surpassed that even leak half marathon um you know we had 126 and that and the part I've liked about it is it's almost sort of brought us together a little bit more when people are putting different routes on for people to run. Um, they're posting the um, the memento race number on, and then when when they finish the event, you know, they're doing the you know the photos. So I think it's you know it's sort of brought us together a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're able to produce our league tables after you know after you know sort of every race, so everybody's getting the points. So um, it's 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 gone way way better than I thought it you know it would have been because uh, it's a new thing and none of us knew how it was going to pan out, but it's gone really well. See, my favourite bit of it, Ken, is the fact that it's the whole weekend. It's not just the Sunday morning no more. I think that's fantastic. I like the fact you can you can run it on a Saturday morning. You can still run it on a Tuesday morning if you still haven't got your race in. I, I, I love. Well, I've got to. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there, Gareth, because that's the one thing that uh, really surprised me is that when we've had a race, um, you know, that basically say it's a Sunday. Is how many people have done it on Friday, Saturday? Some have done it Sunday, and, and have done it, you know, have done it Monday. Um, you know, and that's re- that's really surprised me because when we have a normal race, it's ten o'clock on a Sunday morning, and you're either on the start line or you've missed it. So I, I totally agree with you on that. As uh, you know, people are picking the best time for them, you know, over a, a period of time. I'm now regretting not doing. Well, I couldn't have anyway, but. Not doing the two actual races, all Sager and um, 
a nice and twenty because I think I could be a complete runner with all these virtual ones. And there must be a, there must be a lot of people in the running to be a complete runner now, Ken. At the at the moment, at the moment we have got is it 20, it's either twenty five or twenty eight? No, it's twenty five at the moment. We've got twenty five complete runners. I think the one that's going to um, sort it is the South Chester twenty. You know, to, because to do a to do a, a twenty virtual, well, you know, will be tough. But at the moment, we're sitting with 25, 25 complete runners, and so they've already done a twenty and they've done a half marathon. So if they crack the second twenty, um, they're almost home and dry. So what what other races have we got coming up then? I I have got them in the fixture section, but just give us a, a brief um, idea of what what we've got coming up because you said there's the twenty. Uh, yeah, well, just before that, so uh, this Thursday we've got the Dave Clark 5K. We then, on the ninth, the week after, on the 19th, and there's, there's a window of time. I'm just putting the actual date to the race, but everyone has got this window of time, what Gareth was talking about. 19th of August, Stone 5. 30th of August, South Chester 10K. 2nd of September, Clayton 10K. 6th of September, South Chester 20. 9th of September, Westbridge 5. 16th of September, Saffsnot 5 mile, 26th of September, Ipstone's 5 mile, and 21st of November, Meerbrook 15k. And all of those, uh, anyone's listening, if you want to find the links to uh, to enter, if you just go to North Sass Roadrunners website, um, the links are there to take you to uh, be able to enter. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks, Ken. Right, cross country. So you had your AGM, was it AGM on Saturday? Um, where you discussed... Yes, it was. It was, it, it, was our, it was our ATM on Saturday. Um, should have taken place in April, and it's taken us till August. But um, it went really well that um, we held it outside down at, at Newcastle, so we were outdoors. We socially distanced. Um, we just said there's one representative per club, so we could stay within the you know, the limit of 30, bring your own chairs. The weather was nice and uh, we got the AGM done. Um, on to the racing of that is that we, we've cancelled September and October because we know that we can't um, do, do anything, anything like a cross-country season with how many races we have and, you know, the age group. We've left November and December open in, in case there's a, uh, a change in government guidelines and a change in, you know, in, in the uh, UK guidelines. If there isn't a change, then, you know, they, then they won't happen. And then also, um, which we said at the AGM, the underlying thing is that we would, we would only put a cross-country race on if we felt as it was 100% safe, both for runners, spectators and, you know, and officials. But if guidelines change and, you know, where things start to rapidly improve, the November and December dates are still there in the diary. Right. Was there any decisions taken on where they would be? Because I know uh, there was going to be yeah, a couple yeah, of course the, changes this year. Yeah, the, um, the November one will be where it normally would be. That's parkour. Yeah. And then uh, the, last, the last one is the new venue. This fabulous new venue we've got, which... We haven't been able to use yet for a, a North South Country League, and that's at Batley Court Farm. Batley. Brilliant. Now, we, success, we successfully held the Staffordshire Championships there in January, 
and it's just a fabulous course. It just ticks. It ticks every box for a cross-country uh, course. And so we should have been having two fixtures there. The first one in September, because um, we've lost Rail Royal, and the last one in uh, in December, because we'd also lost Rodbaston. So we were really excited about having these new courses, and um, we haven't been able to go there. Great stuff. I'm wondering, is Graham available or is he um, busy? I am available. He's available, yes, he's back. Um, Right, well, thanks for that, Ken. Going back to North Staffs Roadrunners then. Graham, how is your um, North Staffs Roadrunners season going so far? Well, it started with the 1920, which was our last real race, as we call it, and then... That was part of my marathon training for Manchester. And then everything went pear-shaped and I fell off the cliff running-wise. However, what I am thankful for is these virtual races because it's made me, it's given me a little kick in the dead air to get out and about. Uh, and I've done a two, I think I've done two or three, two or three of them, I can't remember exactly. But um, especially the last one, I was really struggling to run any sort of anything at all and it was a 10, uh, Trenton 10k but I just uh, forced myself out the door and you know after I've done it I feel really good you still get your results you're still looking at tables because I love my stats although I'm faring very badly in my group I mean the only way is up the jazz and the plastic population once said so um I think uh it's it's it, it can only improve <laughs> certainly so so Graham, right? So you're running. So yeah. You know that that's very much second fiddle. We want to know about your book. What what's what's the latest? I guess COVID has sort of curtailed it a little bit, or has it, it uh, or hasn't it? Yeah, it, I sold a few during lockdown, but that, that it's neither here nor there. Selling wasn't a big thing for me. I mean, obviously, making a profit's a good good thing, but I am. Um, I was going into schools. Um, I did uh, Ash Green Primary. I did a full book day just before lockdown, about two or three weeks before lockdown. I had a fantastic day with the entire school, um, all through all the ages, from nursery right to year six. It was fantastic. And all the kids were engaged. They'd all read the book. Uh, I saw the number of books at the end as well, which was an added bonus. But the experience of just sharing and then getting some feedback off of the, the kids obviously it's a kid's book it was just fantastic and i had two other schools lined up and unfortunately i just like lined one up in a near berry hill and it, it went by the wayside because just the week before lockdown obviously everything was just stopped and i also had the willows primary which is where uh, my son used to go as well i was looking forward to doing an assembly with them as well and of course it all just hit the hit the skids but my problems were tiny compared to many many others so i didn't cry too much about it i just got to get on with it so i am moving on with other projects as well so it's gave me time to reflect and see what i've done right and see what i could do better so it's been really good i mean it was disappointing and i still want to go back into the the schools and the education system to to inspire young minds as it were so we'll see what happens in the future but i can't I can't grumble too much because others have been far, far worse off than I have. So, but you can still get hold of the book in. It's, it's in the museum, in in Waterstones. Yeah. 
it's uh, not Waterstones. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, you can online it says it's on Waterstones, but it's not, it's not because I have to bulk. Uh, I'd have to bulk buy and then give them oh, the stock. But I, it's it's in W Smiths and Hanley still. I mean, I've still got to get it. more stock up there yet. And the Portage Museum in Longton it's been shut. So if you can get a hands on a copy there, you'd be doing rather well. <laughs> and it's uh, and uh, the other one was the the Art and Pottery Museum. I'm not exactly sure if that's open yet at the moment. So the one up Hanley. So yeah, that that's the three places you can get it around Stoke, or you can get it via me, <laughs> via Facebook <laughs> or wherever. Because because I'm not on Facebook much, so it's quite I'm quite hard to get a hold of. <laughs> How's your running going then, generally, Graham? Generally, yeah, uh, poorly. But I've started again, poorly by my standards, of course. Um, the weight just the weight was coming off nicely when I was training for Manchester because I'm a very goal-driven person, and as soon as I haven't got a goal, it just all goes by the wayside. And I have to, I should really wire my jaw shut and stop. Stop drinking, but um, my weight—my uh, weight just ballooned over the lockdown. I mean, I probably drunk more than I would have done because of lockdown. Because in the house, we, we'd do all the jobs, you know, I'd just be sitting in the garden, go, "Well, there's nothing to do then." Instead of going for a run and have a pint or a drink, you know what I mean? So it kind of had its effect to me. So I had a dry July. I went an entire July without a drink, and then. Uh, and then I'm just uh, mediating what I'm doing. But it's the eating that's my biggest problem. But I've got goals in mind now. I've got to do something because it's, it makes life very, very difficult. And my 5K run today was more sweaty than it needed to be. <laughs> so, but it's just a case of uh, getting, getting my head around the game again. But these, these virtual races have been a godsend. I've entered the next two, I think, um, uh, the... Dave Clark on the uh, the Stone Five that Mick Hall runs, and, and then I'm looking at the others further down the line as well, because it will keep me in the picture, and that's the main thing. It's very easy to fall off the wagon. Well, for me, it is. <laughs> so, but you're back. Yeah, that's the main thing. Let's finish on a positive. Yeah. You're back, and yeah. you you're in the running. Uh, how's your yeah. North Staffs League going? Say so say something positive. Delete. <laughs> Delete. Well, my my league, my position. Well, yeah. Well, the people that haven't run, I'm above them. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, I'm regularly picking up thirty nine or forty points because that's that's basically the bottom point in Group E, and I think Group E often has the most participants, which frustrates me quite. I mean, I've even got jo- John from across in Canada because he could still. <laughs> John Hunt Davis, yeah. he can still participate, so he's ahead of me. I'm like, oh, there's another one. You're in Canada. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't. The thing is that I'm running, and that's the main thing. And I've managed a couple of days on the bounce, so I just need to do a few more. Consistency. We all know consistency is the key. And uh, I'll get there again, absolutely. I've got a few, I've got a few uh, boxes I need to tick before I hang up my trainers. So, like we've heard from Graham and we've heard from Ken and we've heard from me running around Silverdale for every race, but we haven't heard from you, Andy, because you're basically doing all the work, aren't you? You're doing all the the timing, but you're not doing the timing. We're doing the timing for you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm not doing all the work. <laughs> How does it all work? Do you, are you enjoying it or is it, have you bitten off more than you can chew? 
Um, well, the first race actually, because we got people to submit the times with um, email, that that did turn into a whole weekend of looking at people's emails and then going onto their Strava or whatever, and then actually inputting the time and double checking and put the time in right so people don't shout at me. Um, so yeah, that did turn into quite an intensive job. So as you know, we we then built the portal that people click on and enter the time and submit the submit their evidence and that's worked out a lot easier actually so um yeah it's going well it's going well and i think people like it uh, we send the certificate out um and yeah I, I, as far as i know i don't know i've not had any negative feedback really so i'm hoping it, everybody likes it um i like the section where you can put in your elevation so if you a bloody-minded Yorkshireman that have done more elevation than you should have done. You can at least put that in your results. Yeah, I do like that bit. No, but I, I think you've done a, I think you've done a great job for us, Andy. Because when we had the uh, first conversation, you know, back at um, the end of May, beginning of June, and I was asking you, um, you know, what we wanted, if it was feasible, and you said, you know, give me a couple of days, look at it, and you, you come back and said yes. Um, you know, it's been a learning curve for all of us. And, you know, we at North South Roadrunners and all our members, we're really grateful for what a fantastic job you've done. Yeah, I mean, I have to say the, the people who provide the timing software for us, they've done so many Zoom set training sessions over the summer. It's not it's not just me. I, you have to pass on the thanks to them, really, because it's, it's how they've helped me to um, model through it, so to speak. <laughs> But yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for joining us, both of you. Um, feel free to stay on the line as we chat some rubbish. Right then, our next section is, um, I don't know if you want to join in on this um, with us, Ken, but we've got a, uh, a new running club local to the area. And um, Gareth, I know you're um, quite well off there, so... Um, do you want to tell us a little bit how the launch of um, Silverdale came about and how it's gone since um, you launched a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it, I think? Well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it sort of launched during... It was trying to launch during lockdown, but basically it was a, a few, old, few old friends of mine that weren't really involved in club running, who had been involved in club running, um... They, they had this idea of bringing back the Silverdale Running Club, which w was around a few years ago, but sort of just sort of disbanded, really. And there was an opportunity there, and there's the country park, and there's the football club, and there's like all the things you need to have a successful running club. And they, they had this idea before lockdown, we were going to do it, we are going to do this, we are going to do that. We've learned lots of things from other running clubs that we've been at, but we want to do it our way. And uh, they asked me if I'd be interested because I did the couch to 5K at Newcastle that went quite well. And I said, yeah, I'll give you an hand with the, you know, the coaching and whatever. And yeah, I think what happened was it sort of, we started and then we were ordering shirts and just sort of trying to start. But then COVID happened and we decided we weren't going to start properly until September. But we all got itchy feet and we thought, well, why don't we just launch small and slowly build and yeah it's been going a couple of months now where it's on only on a thursday night 
six, half past six on a Thursday night, but we have a walking group. Not many running clubs have a walking group, but it's been a massive success. So we have a walking group that goes at six. The runners go at half past six on a Thursday. And um, it's been brilliant, yeah. We Now the, the restrictions have eased a little bit. We've got a clubhouse now because the football club opens up so we can all have a, a beer afterwards, all socially distant and with hand gel and uh, all the rules and whatever. But yeah, it's a really nice little sociable running club. So we've had a few of the old members come back, a few new members have joined. Um, I think this last count there was 60 odd members. Um, and obviously you get a lot of newbies coming down as well. So it's good. Um, yeah. I know it's good fun. Ken will probably be able to tell us a bit about this because it used to be a running club, didn't it? When did it stop and do you know the reasons why, Ken? Yeah, it it, uh, it stopped um, round about the same time as the Silverdale Seven Road Race stopped, and it was when it closed. Okay. Um, so late night. Uh, yeah. But yeah, because after that was where the HTU was and everything, and uh, as the pit closed, um, a lot of the stuff in the community, you know, the, you know, the community, uh, you know, finished. But I think I think it's fabulous that um, you know Gareth and the others are you know you know are bring, bringing it back. Because it was it was a thriving it was a thriving running club before, um, you, you know. Now we've got Silver, Silverdale Country Park. Certainly, while you've got the light nights, you, you couldn't ask for anywhere nicer or 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 for beginners as well. It's safe, you know. So we're, I, I think that it's got um, great potential. And one thing I will say is that I've seen quite a few comments. But I, I think the kit is fabulous. I think whoever come up with the, you know, with the colours and putting the um, putting the pet head wheel on, I think they've done a great job. Yeah, yeah, that that wasn't me. Um, I'm not in charge of stuff. I think it was Martin Davis, who's a very good runner that used to run for Newcastle. It's all basically his idea because we had the connection with using the the community building there, which houses the football club. So we want a kit similar to the football club, but then we wanted the wheel as well to sort of the link in the country park. So, yeah, and it's gone down really well. Like The kit the kit is smart. It does look smart. But, yeah, so we we will be noticed when we're uh, we're out running together properly. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's great that he's back. It's, it's, it's brilliant. And uh, like I said, there's a lot of people that have been at running clubs in the past and you know they're sort of doing it their way one of the great things was um when all the when we could officially start because it's an affiliated running club like all the rest of them um there's certain rules and you could only exercise in groups of six so we had to work out a way of doing you know groups of six so we had like run leaders for each six and we'd do so we'd do different paced groups like you have at other running clubs but then we'd have one group doing a hill session one group doing a interval session and it was all these little tiny little groups and um, yeah, it's gone down really well the, you can go down you can choose what you want because track and trace you have to register before you come down to the running club now you have to tell them you come in and write down your name and it's a register so you, you sort of book in advance on different groups you want to do rather than just some running clubs you know where you just turn up and say well, what we're doing tonight and go along with everybody else you sort of know what you're doing beforehand because you have to do it because of covid i suppose 
Well, that leads me on to my final point then. So how would somebody um, find out about um, coming along or joining? Uh, there's a website. It's www.silverdale.run. That's good. It's nice catch you on that. So mm-hmm. you go on the website and then there's a link to but it's basically all the information about the running club. But one of the things we've got at the running club is when we don't do all this business on Facebook because I've I've spoken to it before about Facebook and I think it it creates little cliques and little groups and we didn't want to be that sort of group. So what we did is we we're using a a, a club messenger board which is not connected with anything other than the club. And you go on there and you tell us you come in and on a Monday we put down all the things that we're doing on a Thursday night and you can pick what you want to do, so whether it's an interval session or whether it's the you know, the fast group, the slow group, the well, we call it the steady group, the medium group, the hills group. And um yeah, just tell us what you want to do. You don't have to join straight away, like most clubs, you can come down a couple of times, give us a try, and then, you know, decide to sign up, you know, right, so- later on it's it's a fairly cheap running club to join because we, we're lucky that we don't have that many overheads. So, yeah, I think it costs £32 for the year. So, And that's with your affiliation. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, so I, know I, I, I never keep threatening to come down, but I promise I will once I'm out of quarantine. Um, you can... We've seen your good lady down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that poses another problem for me, me getting down there with childcare. But I will make that. We'll make the journey one day, and you, we can all have a chat, and maybe I can come on a run with one of you. So yeah. Let's... No, that'd be great. Like this week, this week we're um, we're all doing our virtual uh, virtual Dave Clark fives down at the club. So we're all going off individually, and you know, in groups of small groups. But people are doing their Dave Clark fives that. Um, that first day, so yeah, okay. that should be quite strike fun. Okay, right. It's um, we've got some fixtures. We've got some fixtures. I think we need a gong for that or something. We have some fixtures. So where are we starting, Gareth? We're starting on the sixth of September with the Wolves half and ten k. Yeah, that was um, announced on, uh, I think it was Run ABC, so they can enter through skewweb.co.uk if they want to enter there. Um, Tatum 10K is back. These are all September, so this is the 13th of September. Um, obviously, we heard Pete's report earlier, so this is the September version, and you can enter at tatum10k.com. Um, the... Cheshire on the twentieth is the Cheshire Half Marathon, and you can enter on CheshireHalf.com. And I guess there'll be all the news about that race on there as well. So yeah, and maybe you can find out what's going on. Our final one for actual races is the twenty seventh of the ninth, which is the Montaigne Trail ten and thirteen, which I think is a ten k and a half marathon. And that's at Dalamere. And again, you can enter that through, actually, it's resultsbase.net. Virtual races, Gareth? Virtual races. So on the 13th, which is Thursday, but you can run, run it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
I'm not sure if you can run it into Sunday, but you've got a, you've got a good window of being able to run it. So it starts on Thursday. The Dave Clark Five, you can enter that on my.raceresult.com or AV Timing. Or Book It Zone, actually, uh, yeah. Um, then we've got Stone Five uh, on the... Well, again, it's down as the 19th, but there's a window around that time. And again, that's a, um, My Race Result or um, Book It Zone. And then on the 28th of uh, this month, we've got the Air Products, which is the the crew race, the Air Products 10K. And, um, yeah, that's the 28th, so all that weekend. And you can also enter that on my my.raceresult.com yeah. and all the usual places. All the details are on the North Staff's website. Yeah, and if you've got any fixtures we've not made you aware of, we try and scour all the sources, but if we've missed some out, let us know and we'll add you to the calendar. Okay, we're getting there, Gareth. So next week, um, we're going to have a competition, so we'll announce it next week. So we normally put it on at the weekend, don't we? Uh, we try anyway. What I want you to do, when we put the competition up, I want to see a lockdown selfie from yourself. Um, obviously, whilst you're running or something, hopefully, or running related. Um, trying on a pair of trainers when you're first allowed to go shopping again, something like that. And the prize will be an entry to the Stone 5, and it'll be announced next week. Okay, well that's about it. What are you up to, Ken? Uh, really, uh, just keeping an eye on uh, these the virtual races. There's obviously a date block coming up um, this Thursday. That's you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So keeping an eye on that, and that obviously your producer's results. So over to Paul Clinton, and we get the table the tables out. So we're, um, that's resorted for the next four to five days. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting, this one, the 5K. Um, what about you, Gareth? Um, well, I'm injured at the moment. Well, uh, yeah, the last uh, virtual race on my course around Silverdale, I came down a bit too heavy on my ankle, and uh, it aches a bit, so I'm, I'm sort of running it off at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back working on the cricket, which involves going into lockdown for a week, um, which is all a bit strange, living in a biosecure environment. Um, so, But I'm allowed to run in this biosecure environment. So um, so I'll be doing that. I'm going down to Southampton tomorrow. So yeah, running around a, a cricket ground and golf course in Southampton and trying to do my Dave Clark 5 when I'm there. I've worked out that I'm probably going to go for the Graham Mack approach to the Dave Clark 5. I've entered it. I know I'm not going to be anywhere near running a time I'd be happy with, but I'm going to get the 38 points just to get me points up because I've entered it. So <laughs> it might be a run walk, ankle test, 5K, but I will be doing it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, me, mate. Yeah, What are you up to? Oh, more um, staying inside. <laughs> living in my house until Sunday and then they'll be setting me free and there'll be no stopping me. I might just keep running for 72 hours until we have to do the podcast again. Um, but yeah, not much really, to be honest. But thanks for joining us. I hope everybody's enjoyed our first show back. 
So should we yeah, sign off? Yeah. What do we say then? So keep run sacking. Keep run sacking, everyone. Keep run sacking. See you later.